0: It's un- it's probably going to be called the original doll. So,
1: hi, my name is Timo, aka Tim O. Spears, and Lipe, aka Lipe Servat, and you're listening to Original Doll, Lisa. the podcast. The Mona Lisa. Hello. Hi, hello, hello. Testing, 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 <laughs> testing. Hey, is this thing on? Actually, no longer. Not that longer. was the last episode. Yes. yes. What we're on to our favorite topic, and what is our favorite topic, Felipe? Dick, Uh (laughs) yes.
2: Boys,
1: Boys. Oh, yeah. yes. So yes, That's technically so funny, it was about dick. dick. <laughs> you're not wrong there. It's very, re- it's related to that, you know. So. so we have technically one and a half guests today. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> we, it's good, so it's gonna it's gonna be a fun episode today. But you're listening to original doll the podcast with Timo and Lipe, okay. uh, and then. You know, continue staying engaged with us on social media. We're trying to find this new schedule. I just moved. Felipe's busy um, studying in his life. He just came back from Dominican Republic. Yes. So yes, he's had some visitors in Miami too. Someone potentially maybe try to steal some of his money. Oh my God! So he's even started, baby. <laughs> he's he's just he's been going through it you know yeah. so but continue staying engaged with us on all of our social media platforms you know we, ha- we both have personal Instagram accounts and now we both have personal Twitter accounts oh my gosh I'm
2: so happy when I saw that yes. finally Timothy's gonna stop liking all the dick pictures in our Original Doll Twitter.
1: (laughs) Yes, I've definitely liked explicit content on Original Doll podcast, and I'm sure what would happen in the likes. But yeah, so when you're listening to us on the podcast, give us um a follow, obviously, in all the social media platforms. But then tag us when you're listening, whether you're heading to work, this is your your go to gym motivation. Podcast, whatever the case is, and then please uh, leave us a review um, because that helps on um, the score map. Yes, and
2: I also want to say that I want to make sure you guys um, try to be patient with us because we have this new routine that we don't actually have a routine, to be honest. But, you know, during the pandemic, everything was much easier to record, podcast, and everything else. Mm-hmm. So make sure you guys just be patient. We're not going to leave you guys alone. You want to finish up to, I don't know mood ring single <laughs> yeah
1: I, I mean that was the goal Ooh, that's Virginia the goal Lisa, but like, you know. and you know hope, hopefully you know we get to a point that we're just continuing this on but yeah, yeah. as right now we can't promise that weekly schedule exactly. we're probably gonna have to do something you know bi-weekly just uh, yeah bi-weekly yeah. or just to the point that whenever we could actually schedule time so please be patient with us especially to our guests so. yes but thank you <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so technically today we have one and a half um, guests. But before we talk about our guests, actually, I wanted to give um, some life updates and some um, updates when it comes to the movement. Mm -hmm. So, I'm sure some people already know about BJ. Yeah, I um, mean, which is that surprise witness. What What happened? What happened to her? I mean, I only saw She's being
2: silent. Yeah. She posted something like, I'm not going to be silenced. And like, ooh, there's drama there. And Timothy knows. There's all. definitely
1: oh. drama there. So I've, as you guys know, BJ is a friend to the podcast. That Surprise Witness on TikTok and Love on Instagram. You. And on Twitter. Um, actually, on Instagram, she's that other Surprise Witness because her first account was um, deactivated. But um, yeah, she kind of made a tweet last week that was like, hey, just as a heads up, if you try to silence me, I'm going to th- like, I'm going to. Share some information about you, and at the end of the day, um, I do have a decent relationship with her, and I did play check-in. A few people did reach out to me, ask if she's okay, whatever the case is, because you know. Is she okay? I mean, her Twitter's gone. Yes, she's safe. She's she is a little preoccupied. She's just trying to figure everything out. Uh, She's definitely being silenced due to her part of the movement. Now, whether if that's you know, who you might think it is, the infamous people or the same people who maybe gave me a season to this letter. Season to this letter we don't necessarily know and I have to be so vague nowadays in um the movement. my verbiage mm-hmm. because I don't want to continuously be you know, served, (laughs) seeks to desist letters. So, but there's a popular person that is a part of the TriStar um, company and businesses. Mm -hmm. So with potential that's maybe related to that, you know, she's been able to get her hands on a lot of um, papers Mm -hmm. and leaks and business files um, that some of them were public to the, you know, for everyone available, it was public, mm-hmm. but then some of them were um, potentially linked to her oh, for her I to see. share. Got so it. then, therefore, that's where potentially this may happen, or whatever the case is. So she's she's okay. She's figuring it out, and mm-hmm. we just need to show support. She's not the first person in the movement to be silenced. I mean, how many other that's people sure. did right? Like even you, I think, right. Yeah, me challenged. and then a few other, like uh, a dozen other people got the season discuss letters. And we can't necessarily on who we can't, mm-hmm. we can't mention their name, but mm-hmm. um, it is what it is. And I have to take it out of my mouth, unfortunately, but it was not Lou M. Taylor. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but also,
2: you know, BJ now, I mean, for those that don't follow or our, I mean, maybe this is your first uh, podcast episode, you know, now she's officially a lawyer and she probably knows how to handle all the situation. And you know not the best legal way, I guess. But yeah. you know, she's so passionate about this movement and advocating, you know, in favor of Britney. It's really sad that people are just trying to silence her
1: yeah for sure well hashtag follow the money that's yes. where she kind of you know wants to make sure there's that 600 mil yes. that potentially has gone into disappearance where did that go yeah. so that's what she's been kind of pushing for but anyways <laughs> so lighter topic so <laughs> back to what I was kind of saying we have one and a half guests today yeah so first our main in, uh, guest his name is Adon. hi baby hello yeah. welcome to the original hey. Dotha yeah. podcast Hi,
0: boys. I'm so excited to join you guys. Yes. Awesome. Are you guys? Yes. Yes.
1: yes. I so am where from,
0: are you from. I'm originally from Mexico. I was born in a small town called Agua Prieta. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It's on the border of Douglas, Arizona. And then I moved to Tucson, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, if Fun fact if you watched Crossroads, that's where Lucy's mom lives. Oh. <laughs> Fuck her. I I'm just kidding. Oh, shit. And, that bitch. <laughs> I know. And, and then I, I've i been living in Phoenix, Arizona for four years now. I moved in May of 2017. Yeah, so four years now. I'm dying to so visit I Arizona.
2: I've never been there.
0: Make sure to come, but not in the summer, because it is brutal. Oh, it's so hot.
2: I live in Miami. It's really hot in here, too.
0: That's true. I mean, you're used to... Uh, that's probably worse, because it's really humid over there. Yeah. Uh, here is just, like, super sure. dry heat. It feels like you're just, like been baking for hours and then you just put your face in the oven and that's how it feels like seriously oh god like it's so you're definitely
1: not trying to like sell your city you definitely don't want more people to come (laughs) (laughs) no
0: everybody from california has has been moving over here so like the the housing market is like crazy like people are selling uh houses like they were um like 99 cents literally people from la yeah they're buying houses left and right like it's hard to buy property here right now
1: before we move on so i have my half guest with me too her name is emily (laughs) hi Hi, Hi, emily Emily. you gotta make sure you're loud and you speak to the microphone but she'll come up with some commentary here and there but yeah same thing (laughs) austin has been been the same i always have opinions so she's not the biggest Britney fan but you know what she is she's a big supporter of me so that's yes. like, and she's always listened we love that to anything we that love I have that. to say about Free Britney and She's course. she's been there since I've been a part of the movement I love from the be- that the very beginning of the movement those yeah. are she's really an OG friends do. those are really like good friends yes I love that I love <laughs> those that. are really good friends Yes. so Adon, so what do you do for work what do you do with your life are you top or bottom I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> i work for um a well i work for a bank wells fargo uh-huh. um i manage a branch um and a really, really cool so area. So, was actually. your
1: branch involved when it came to like the opening up the cards, the opening up the accounts? I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> You're so silly. <laughs> <laughs> I just
0: manage a team, and that's what I do. And I literally okay. play. I have so many hats every day. And like right now with the pandemic, like we lost a lot of people, and like so we're trying to rehire people back, and it's just been a struggle. So. I literally have been have into play every role at my branch recently. So it's been a little stressful, but um, nothing that I can handle. Um, but yes, sometimes it's good, just kind of hard. Good. Yeah, so but then, that's what I, I do. not then
1: explain, like, how did we meet? Do you want to kind of explain? Like, yes. Oh, my gosh. Our story
0: is so fun. I love telling our story. Uh. Um, like, Timothy and I met, I want to say 2005, 2006. And there yeah, was this there really was this bad. website called youbritney <gasps> and it was like a huge huge Britney site yeah, back in the day, run by Kevin, um, this Canadian guy, super awesome. And there was a um, a um, forum called Pro- Prodigy, and. Like, Timothy was super sweet. He was, like, literally, like, 12, I want to say, or, like, 13 at the time. I don't remember. We were babies. And um, Timothy and I, like, we were just, like, he was super sweet. And he was very inclusive. And he would just talk to everybody. But him and I, like, really connected. Um, And we stayed friends through the years, like, talking there. And then when that shut down, like, we reconnected uh, on Facebook and then Instagram. And we stayed friends through the years, but eventually we ended up meeting, like 2019 or 2018. What year was it? 19, right? Uh, yes, uh, 19. Two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, right before the pandemic. November um, 2019. You're correct. Yes, November of 2019, and we actually like planned like for him to come out with one of his friends, and um we went to see. I was I was actually going to go see Cher in concert with a friend, and then Timothy like. Out of the blue, his spontaneous self, he ended up buying tickets and he ended up joining me to like watch, um, mm-hmm. like go see the share, share live, and yeah, we had a great time. And she,
1: guess what, Felipe? she's saying the beat goes on. Oh, really? The beat goes on. Yes, that no, was yes, so He did. Yes. So yeah, that's no, how it we was met. A, it was a fun experience, and it was. It's weird because sometimes when you meet people online, you don't know if it's going to be a hit or miss. Especially even in the fandom too, sometimes. So, but no, we just vibed a thousand percent. I was so, so
0: nervous. I was so nervous because, like, obviously he was staying here with it on my house. like I
1: was staying with him and and, and his husband. Oh, my God. And, (laughs) and, and, like,
0: and nobody knew. And, like, he met two of my, like, really close friends. And, like, nobody knew, like, our story. Mm -hmm. So, like, we went out to brunch the next day. And then they're like, so how did you two meet? Or, like, when was the first time you met? And we're like, well, we've known each other for so many years. But yesterday was our, uh, like, official, like, day that we met. And they were yeah, like, so yeah, cool. and they were so, they were like, oh my God, like, you totally are strangers then, you know, that like he could have killed you in your sleep, and uh, you know, no, they were just making funny. it. Yeah. But I it was, didn't try I know. To do that. I was too but busy dancing
1: to Shakira <laughs> in the living room. <laughs> so on the 21st, Brittany is going to be speaking to the judge. Um, so we're kind of excited. This is the first since um, the last time she went, mm-hmm. that she was forced into rehab. Uh, this was in 2019. Mm-hmm. That Right? Yeah, it yeah. was 2019. Oh it was 2019. It's all blurry yeah. to me. So in, no, 20, no, in, in April 2019, she did speak to the judge. Mm-hmm. She explained that she was um, given, you know, medication. She did go to a treatment out, out of her will. And mm-hmm. um, that she claims that it reported that she wanted to get married and have children with Sam. Yeah. But due to the conservatorship restraints restraints that she's not unable to mm-hmm. so but not much has changed since then and that's the date that also that she walked out barefoot, barefoot. in the parking garage uh, I, and that was the one image that we got mm-hmm. on tmz yeah. of course you know, it was kind of showing that she's unstable whatever the
0: unstable because she's, she's barefoot she got
1: tired of being on her heels in the parking garage she, yes. and on top of that she was going to her car so Seriously. i walk barefoot with my he- heels in my hand all the time exactly well yeah. you get <laughs> tired and just in general all my girlfriends do that Leave too you know so let us be and then the following i asked kevin free britney la so when is the next rally happening after the 21st of june he said july 14th which oh. correlation is also on a wednesday which i'm probably not gonna i i can't request to go to la yeah. on a wednesday right you now you just got a
2: new job but
1: yeah exactly but july 14th is actually the first time i saw britney in concert um so maybe it might be you know positive positive vibes yeah
0: and let me just say this you do amazing work with the free britney movement like Honestly, like I know it sounds cheesy and maybe not condescending, (laughs) hopefully, but it's like I'm so proud of like everything that you do. Like the fact that you get these big restaurants to do it and like big trucks, you know, like driving around with a free Britney. Like hashtag. That was clear. That was amazing. I know, but like I'm uh, one of
1: those. I organize a rally by giving people the push, Mm -hmm. and then other people take that strive on promoting it, how much they want to promote it. Yes. Do extra things. So I posted how many. Rallies at this point, I don't even. Know.
2: I think five or six. I
1: think, yeah, so I think yeah. this would be my seventh rally yeah. that I've hosted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that I'm gonna be. She hosting, is a hostess
2: so. girl.
1: Woo, I best. am. A, I'm a host. Yeah, you're my host. I can travel too i do travel too right i love i, it, I love it i love it so because i love all the type of boys i love the brazilian boys I love the mexican boys right anyway boys. let's I love, move on in the topic i'm just saying <laughs> i love boys and that's okay boy the crazy topic, let's which is the smoke. single
2: boys <laughs> yes welcome to the britney spears
0: collages are
1: you ready that's my prerogative.
2: That's my prerogative. Now watch me. So this is the yes. Are you ready? All right. Yes, we're ready. So this is actually the official fifth single of Britney. Um, this was the song was recorded in 2001, just a regional one. And then it was released with the co-ed remix in June 17, 2002. It was uh, produced and written by Pharrell Williams, because he was part of the Neptunes at the time. Um, it, the single sold 550,000 units worldwide, which is, you know, for the era, it wasn't that much. Uh, on the charts, it was kind of floppy. <laughs> I have to be honest
1: Um, (laughs) It was kind of floppy Yes I love that
2: So it was um, It reached the number 7 In Scotland And Belgium And the United States It did not even Show up At the Hot 100 Which is really shady But
1: But it did chart The bubbly <laughs> I mean, what is bubbly, you guys. I mean, I didn't, I never heard about it. It's like the three jack socks that I, almost made yeah. it to the hot one. Oh my gosh. It's like almost there. Oh my gosh. You get it pause. Is, pause? is your roommate just always shirtless? I'm so confused. Like, does he yeah. not wear
2: he a just, shirt? He's Venezuelan <laughs> with a big dick. I, I mean, know the
1: <laughs> listeners can't see it, but. It's jaw dropping. I can, I can, I can
2: tag him, so you guys can follow
1: him. <laughs> His roommate just walks by, yes. topless, Lee, but yes. leaving the apartment came in the apartment topless, <laughs> and then leaving the apartment now also shirtless. <laughs> so I'm like, uh,
2: rightfully so, though. Did yeah, you see him? Yeah,
1: and they are in Miami.
2: Anyways, <laughs> it actually did hit number one on the UK English. <laughs> Tofu! <Tough food>. No. <laughs> Today's <laughs> yeah, so yeah. been a mess. Oh my God. Tofu, no. You're not going to do that now. My dog.
1: Anyways. <laughs> I think you need to clarify that you're yelling at a dog and not a person. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Imagine you're yelling at your roommate like that. <laughs> <laughs> Tofu, no.
0: What is your dog's name? <laughs> Tofu. Tofu like the like the, the cheese that you eat, like yeah. the vegan stuff. I love it. I love it. Tofu. No, I show so you, I'll right show right
2: you later on so you can see him.
1: <laughs> About we're, we're very giggly today. Yeah. But so <laughs> where did it chart number one?
2: On the UK Indies. Ah.
1: Uh, Indies? Yes. Independent music? What does that mean, indies? I don't... Oh, like the islands. Maybe it's like UK islands.
2: Maybe they have like islands. I have no idea
1: how this charts. Okay, well, the UK indies have taste. Yeah,
2: so anyways. (laughs) um, Now, speaking about the music video, it was directed by our friend Dave Mayers. Um, The video was nominated for the 2003 MTV VMA, but lost for Eminem with Lose Yourself.
1: Eight. Which makes sense. I mean, Eight Mile was pretty iconic at that time. Uh huh. Eight Mile was a really like. Come on, Lose Yourself was like. No, f- yeah. I mean, Boys. I mean, as much as I'm a Britney fan, mm-hmm. you know, iconic was. I mean, was more Lose Yourself.
0: Can I just tell you guys? Like, I was so upset that she still had not won a VMA, and like she was three albums in, and I'm like, come on, like. She's given us the most iconic video, so I was really upset. I was really, and really mad. And performances, yeah, yeah. And I was really mad that she lost to Eminem. But I do, I do agree with you, Timothy. That song and that movie was really iconic at the time. But I was so upset because obviously, I wanted her to win.
1: And tonight, the best nominees for the film, the best video film are
2: Eminem,
1: "Lose Yourself," I go more than Madonna die another day mm-hmm. jc Shazel, she's blowing me up yeah, yeah, no. uh-huh. Uh-huh. his beers featuring pharrell boys colored roommates winner is both versions were produced by Pharrell or whatever mm-hmm. the cases and I was reading a blog today mm-hmm. and he had a theory on even though the single was a flop um mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. performance wise he was like it was a smart move on her team's end because it like crossed over because the Britney album I'm not sure if you guys know it's very kind of like a mixture of adult yes and, like slave but then like still kind of the modern like like Pop music, pop music at that time yeah. like overprotected mm-hmm. you know and like these songs like Let Me Be and Cinderella like mm-hmm. they're not as like quote unquote urban mm-hmm. So they were trying to make her, you know, eventually like, hey, even though this is a great track alone, it's a little bit more poppy than we want. So let's try to see if we could edge you out a little bit more, make it more urban, see how the people react to that, because that's something that could like transition to you to your next era. Mm-hmm. I agree. But Britney ended up taking a break anyways. But um, at that, that's what I saw as a fun fact. But both were produced by Pharrell and ERD. So Iconic. And then, um, obviously, this was released for the Austin Powers movie, the Austin Powers uh, commercial, I mean, soundtrack. Do you want to explain? Uh,
0: okay, so first of all, let me ask you both. What is your favorite version, like the original from the album or the uh, co-ed remix with, for Elle? I love the remix better. What about you, Timothy?
1: I like them both for different reasons.
0: You like reasons. them both? Like, but, like, who, which one's your favorite? Do you have a favorite or no?
1: I would go the original,
0: the original. I'm um, like the original is my favorite, really? like, uh, okay. like hands down. I really love it. I do love the, the the remix, but um, really fun fact. I actually went to the movies to see Austin Powers, oh. and I had no clue that like I went to the theaters to watch it. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that Britney even made a cameo. I had like no clue like the the song was gonna be um in the movie featured. Yeah, yeah. So I went with my brother to the movies and um. When she comes on, like, I fucking lost my shit. You know? <gasps> like, I was like so. I was like, I felt like I was living a dream. Like, did I'm, like, you scream at the theater? I, oh, I was like, I grabbed my brother and like I squeezed him really hard. And I'm like, it's my queen. Like, ah, it's pretty. And like with that, I was like, I was like, I'm like, we. I watched it. I went to the movies again just to watch that. Like, that's not so even a cute. Minute that she like a yeah. Clip. yeah, it was. I was, it was a big surprise, so I was really excited. So, yeah, I had no clue because back then, you know, like you, you either had to watch like E.T. or like have cable and mm-hmm. like really be like to be in the known or like mm-hmm. when, when, when whenever she was going to do something or be somewhere or like actually buy magazines to look at ads and interviews or whatever. So, um, no, I did. I had no clue. So that was like a big surprise. I was super excited about that.
1: In between, also there was a Pepsi Twist commercial with Austin Powers too. So to promote mm, yes. Britney Spears' sponsorship with her Pepsi contracts, but then on top of that, mm-hmm. uh, Austin Powers the movie. So it's kind of um, mixed promotions, yeah, to of all sorts. Mm-hmm. And it also just so, just so happened to relatively finish the Britney era. "Quote unquote," even though she was still on tour for "Dream Within a Dream."
2: So, was Can that just, was that commercial that she said something about her penis, like the size? Oh, like is that is that yeah, true? That what I heard? That was, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So that person, Mini, uh, me. His, Mini me, was like a character in, in Austin Powers. Uh-huh. So it was like on a play onto the Austin Powers. So like there was actually technically two commercials, but both of them were like on the same set. Oh, I see. Is is it true what they say about you? Kickstand. Really? Um. Can I give you my cell phone number, please?
0: <laughs>
1: Mr. Powers, look. There's Britney Spears drinking a Pepsi. Yes, I did it again. <laughs> that's not a Pepsi.
2: It's a Pepsi Twist, man. And that's not Britney Spears
0: it's a man baby
2: Austin it's me I want this wig come
0: fair enough Pepsi twist and diet Pepsi twist a twist on a great thing baby yeah like can we just talk about how hard she worked during the Britney era like she was I was thinking that she was everywhere Everywhere. Everyone. that was aesthetically I think that was her most beautiful that she's ever looked Mm -hmm. like she was I mean, she's stunning till this day. But like, she literally looked like a Barbie everywhere she went mm-hmm. during the Britney era. Like all the Pepsi commercials,
1: mm-hmm. the
0: cameos, the tours, the interviews, Crossroads, everything that she did. Like Crossroads, yeah. Like she had that was a really big era. It was like her busiest really era. I would definitely it was her busiest area. When I sure. say there's, I
1: what that's the, mo- the era that has the most singles. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's the era that, that has discipline. like the most yeah. music videos. It's mm-hmm. the era that has two, like technically, two and a half uh, legs, and uh, of arena tours, mm-hmm. and then um, you know the Pepsi contracts and crossroads. And, it was a lot. Yeah, all the performances on Disney and CD UK, yeah. all mm-hmm. the above, a lot of performances. David like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was
0: a lot. Oprah, Winfrey, like, all the stuff that she did, like, she really worked so hard on this era, and I think it was, like, one of her most, Whoa. like, promotional-wise, like, her most successful and, like, the most that she gave. Yeah, um, when people think sort of, of
1: Britney Spears, they definitely think of the this specific era. They don't necessarily know it from mm-hmm. a fan perspective, mm-hmm. like, they don't, they're, like, but from her being pushed down us um in the u.s media in a positive light mm-hmm. this was the time mm-hmm. this is when she was really like on america's sweetheart but on edge but like yeah. with edge if that makes sense it wasn't like they were like coming down for her
2: and I'ma just say timothy just got a new apartment and i'm looking in right now he did this wall with a bunch of britney spears pictures on it framed gorgeous so cute it yes. that's gorgeous!
1: Um, I thank you, thank you to Far Britney's um, Vault oh. who sent me um, the high quality images. If you ever want to download imagery, um, go to their Instagram. They have crazy yeah, good they do.
2: That's for sure.
1: Photo shoots. <laughs>
0: do you guys know that Janet Jackson actually recorded this song? Of course. Uh, yeah. Like, so, does okay, that no, blow sorry. your mind? I didn't. Does know that blow that. your mind? So I didn't know this until like recently. And I actually went to Vegas in April, and uh, we went to this place called The Garden to uh, watch a uh, bottomless like drag show, and it was a lot of fun. And Elliot with Two T's from uh, 13 of RuPaul's Drag Race mm-hmm. was there, and he actually ended up performing "Boys," but it started. They started with "Boys," and then it ended up mashing Janet Jackson's "Nasty." Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "This is like the that best mashup ever," because anytime I hear "Boys," I always think of Janet Jackson. Um and so he performed that song. Um started with Janet Jackson and then he ended with Britney Spears' voice and I was like losing my shit. There's like a video of me like locking eyes with Elliot with two T's and I'm like ah, like sticking the song right to his face like to her face and like that was a lot of fun. I but I, I just love that Janet Jackson has recorded the song. Is there like it, I don't think there's any audio is there? I don't think no,
1: so. No, nothing has no. been leaked yet. Yeah. Um but it but it is like True that she recorded it Mm -hmm. That also That the thing was That she passed on Was Slave For You Yes But that was also Intended for her too Yeah I did not know that So yeah Slave For You and Boys Thank you Thank you for all He was working with (laughs) Janet And Michael at that time Yeah So he was kind of like Pitching you know And you know what I also thought about Do you guys know The song uh, Justin Bieber I mean That's how Justin Timberlake's name Is like so irrelevant To mine Because I said Justin Bieber Right But his first (laughs) single Um before Cry me River was Like I Love You. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's a part that I'm like, oh, it's also Pharrell produced. And that do you idea. know th- on the first original version, there's a bridge. She's like, come with me. Let's fly into mm-hmm. the night. And that's not featured on the remix version. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, for me, it's like very similar in vibes to Like I Love You. And I'm wondering... Why did Pharrell have such a great rapport and continued on with working with Justin Timberlake for so many years? But for Brittany, like, if they did have a decent working relationship, what happened, you know? Yeah. Or maybe something didn't happen, but it was not as tight-knit, mm-hmm. as her relation, you know, as his relationship with Justin. I've
0: never heard, like, I love you, actually, so... <gasps>
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know this flop, reference. I, I mean, it was a th- flop anything that he's it. done i mean i like lot. that
2: song I, I have to be honest <laughs> i like that song yeah i'm gonna
1: be honest yeah
2: better than premier like, river i mean i do not like <laughs> this in term of so, Yeah, right
1: so there's <laughs> different that. tour versions obviously Yeah. do you want to chat about that
2: yeah so boys was performed in many of britney's tours uh Dreaming with a Dream. If not all of them
1: except for Eminem.
2: Yes, but it was Dreaming with the Dream Tour, Onyx Hotel, Circus, Femme Patel, and Piece of Me with the Screen and Shout version, which I personally don't like it. Um,
0: <laughs> the shade. I don't.
2: <laughs> I love the version of Du... Uh, I always call it Duad, uh, Duade, <laughs> Dreaming Within a Dream. But I love the Onyx version. I think just because they put yes. a very cool. Um, in on the song and she dances like amazing on that tour. I mean definitely one of my favorite versions. How about you
0: guys? Yes. That is my favorite one too, because that's the first time that I saw Britney perform live. Mm-hmm. So if you know, if you watched if you've seen the Onyx Hotel Tour live or the um Miami Showtime, Miami um, um Lisbon. recording of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, when she gets onto the uh luggage cars, um, to this day, if I see one, I literally hop on it and I start like start <laughs> doing my little performance of voice and people have to like literally get me out of the car. Literally, seriously, yes. I'm like, come with me. Let's I love yeah, it. I love I, that. I know the whole choreography. I, I Sure. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but that, that's probably my favorite because that was the first time that I saw Britney... Um, perform live and I really I thought she looked beautiful and which show did you see her in Arizona I saw her the second night it was the second night of the whole entire tour so she had performed in San Diego the night before and then her second show um, was in Phoenix Arizona in Glendale oh cool uh, which is really close by Um, and yeah so I was 16 at the time and I was really like coming comfortable with my gayness and like sexuality and everything so like my cousin actually took me um and he's like, you know what? Just have a good old time. Like, don't worry about anything. Like, just be you. Like, this is a safe space. So, like, I was, like, living it up. Uh, so, when that song came on, I was like, yes. I'm so jealous so, you went to it. Yeah.
1: And, and it's the kickoff. So, I was going to say Dream. I don't know. I, I like Dream and Onyx. I feel like they're a tie. And yeah. both versions, obviously. Because Dream, like, the first version was great. The second version. You know, the first version, we get that little music video. Like, yeah. the... You know the one that's performed in the background that she has a, a puff of a cigarette, and I remember like being that like to me as a kid that was so controversial. <laughs> um, but I just like the performance, and again, I like that her hair is blowing in there, like yeah. come with me, let's fly. in I just really like that part, and she looks really cute. She's singing to the crowd, yeah. um, but obviously the the remix version, you know, the choreography is it's tight, it's like so it tight. is. It's in, it goes in, 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 and like. It, it doesn't stop, especially towards the end yeah. of the performance. So I just think that's something that she really put her time and dedication to, yeah. that choreography. The reason why I like Onyx, though, is because it's a mixture of the two. Yeah. Yes. She made sure she added that bridge in. So mm-hmm. it was the remix version plus the bridge. So, yeah, that's what's, what's special about the Onyx version.
0: And, and then the one from the Dream Within a Dream tour, when they broadcasted that on the, like, I think it was called NVC Live or something yeah. like that, and they showed it.
1: Oh, the 4th of July special. Yes. Her that, dancing, it was a one-off.
0: Yeah. It was a one-off. Her, her dancing in that? Can we just talk about how freaking, like, amazing yes. her dancing hey, was? Like, that hey, was probably the hey, best. Yes. Hey, Yeah, she was, like, going hard. Like, she was out dancing her dancers, like, anybody, like, that video it gives
1: me chills I'm I love that like, too literally
0: it's, and we can talk hard. about the
1: other versions real quick but Circus was fun it was cute and yeah. you know it was like new pre-recorded vocals mm-hmm, so it yes. was like brand new vocals we weren't used to mm-hmm. Femme Fatale was um, interesting flop. I really liked it it was a grower I'm I not like gonna the lie case. the first time I did, yeah exactly but to like, me it was a
2: flop I didn't like it
1: <laughs> what's flop is the Toronto performance that they recorded that and put really on the DVD bad. like her energy yeah, is just not there it's not there but no. mm, that's another conversation but I do totally like the answer. version is it culture appropriation to do Arabian Nights
0: I thought about that when I watched when, like, when I was there on the show I'm like is it but I don't think so I mean it was just kind of like uh, an aesthetic because she wasn't really wearing anything that was uh, the only thing the people sound. come for
1: her really is the me against the music Bollywood
0: mhm that is true and that is like that's such a reach you know I feel like it's funny I I I I like that
2: better than boys
1: (laughs) oh that that okay so and then I, know, I think I all, all of us can agree.
2: Me, uh, sorry. And a piece of me, which I watched many times, every time when boys was about to play, that was my time to go to the restroom or to get a drink. <laughs> I wow. feel like it was just
1: a filler.
2: Yes, it was a filler. Chore- I,
1: what? That wasn't even choreo. No, like it, it was no. like she was on stage, but like showing off her dancers. Yes. If that makes
2: sense. Yes. It was just mm-hmm. like... I, My, I, my Zach that I have
0: a little...
1: Us uh, fans didn't appreciate it. Imagine the people who don't even like Britney Spears. They no. saw that performance and they're like, "What the?"
0: F- yes, is doing? I think you know? I think aesthetically, like with the neon colors and everything, it was really beautiful to see. I'm yeah. always trying to think about something positive. No, I, I'm. Yeah, I'm, no. I'm, I but that, but that, when <laughs> they
1: added pretty girls, it was cool. Yeah, yes, when it was they finally cool. added pretty girls, we're like, okay, cool. Like we mm. could see the neon lights. Yeah. And everything. But so, probably and then her, do you come over? I have
2: to agree with you, especially going to see her on overseas when uh, Screen and Shout started with all the lasers, like, Droom! like, it's so, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, lo- I love, yeah, you know, so little- <laughs> like, it's, it's crazy because, you know, the Las cute. Vegas,
2: it was such a small yeah. venue. It wouldn't make like huge impact, but those huge arenas, the lasers would like let up the whole fucking thing. It was like amazing. I have a video I my post it and uh, show you guys. It was, it was amazing. <laughs>
0: How many times have you guys seen... Um, Piece of the Me? Last of the biggest rest? Yeah, Piece of Me. How many times did you see it?
1: Um, let me count real quick.
0: Let me okay. see... For, <laughs> I saw it twice. I've seen 3 five... I'm so jealous. I've five and about a half. This. Okay. Five and a half.
1: Because oh. the half is... I've, I've been in a lot of halves lately. The half <laughs> was the Jingle Ball concert where she I, didn't perform, boys.
2: I've seen 13 times.
0: Thirteen times! Ooh, yeah. Wow,
1: <laughs> that's a that specific is a concert. <laughs> You're addicted.
0: Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: you need go. rehab. <laughs> I
2: know. My my ex- and my I thought re- I was t- the Britney fan. Like, big need bed. a Rehab, like definitely.
1: <laughs> Bring me Rehab. Yeah.
2: But speaking of <laughs> performers. No dick no, is no there. Pun
1: intended. <laughs> no. no
2: exactly. <laughs> and speaking of uh, performers, do you guys have a favorite performance of boys?
1: Yes, of course. Which one? <laughs> I
2: don't know.
1: You know, okay, so obviously I feel like all three of us are going to have the same answer. Because come on, it's so good. It is. I don't know. Energy-wise, of course. Come on, we know what it is. Which one? We know what it <laughs> Which is. Which
2: one? Which one is me do
1: that? a <laughs> And then you all say it <laughs> at once. That's actually one, good... two, three. two, three. I'm hotel Oh,
0: SNL! See, their asses are all wrong. How SNL, was it not
1: SNL.
0: That was a good one, but I don't think it was her best. She looked, ah. she looks great, and the dancing is amazing. But oh I was gonna say,
1: <laughs> you're killing him. <laughs>
0: I said yes. onyx. Did you say onyx, Felipe? I thought you said onyx, yes. Yeah, I said onyx. Uh, Timothy, you are not no, a fan. No, no, I guess I have only Carter one <laughs>
1: that says Esa now. Babe, I have an
2: explanation for this, okay? Okay. I was gonna say SNL live. <laughs> I
1: wasn't gonna say SNL because I thought you but guys like, were gonna I'm say like, SNL. gonna say so I was coming up
0: with a backup because I got a backup too. <laughs> I started all the drama. <laughs> I said, all, this podcast is all canceled. I was gonna, gonna say SNL live,
2: so let me say Onyx. <laughs> I understand. I'm
1: so
2: glad
1: we're the same place at the same time. It's over now. I'm you can see it. I'm glad
2: to
0: see to i see I'm see Onyx for me, too.
1: Okay, my a girl just needs one. To love
2: her and to hold.
1: Girl is with one, then she's in control.
0: Timothee, okay, my one,
1: obviously, <laughs> Yes! <laughs> the one with the NBA yeah.
0: with the green eyes. Like yes. 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 She
1: looks like a Cub Scout. Yeah. That's so
0: another good cute. one. It's so funny. And
1: like makeup. She looks so tomboy. Yes, she I does. She very, is. very nice. I loved, I loved it. I saw that live as a kid on TV. Oh, really? And I remember loving that look. Yeah. I'm um, so more, jealous. It, on. Online, it says it's for the NBA All-Star Game. That's a lie. It was a part of the Dare to Read program yeah. through the NBA or whatever the case is. Yeah. Like, it was a, true, true, true. A Read to Achieve. Yeah.
2: It's so funny that at the beginning, the guy asked her, what's your favorite book? <laughs> such a random.
1: She's like, <laughs> Harry Potter. No, I'm just kidding. What <laughs> favorite book did you read when you were a kid? My favorite book was... Uh... I know what it was. Ramona Beverly Clearly the Piss. That was my favorite <laughs> book when I was when I was little. I was obsessed with that book. Night. Just me. Me. Make sure you me for the star.
2: Anyhow, um, should we break the motherfucker ice?
1: Ice, ice, right? So good. Oh, I like this part. So now
2: is the time, and we have a special volunteer. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Me. Uh, we're gonna just ask you a couple of questions about Britney. When did you start getting into Britney?
0: It's really funny. Um, it was actually, you know, my, I'm wearing the um, Baby One More Time t-shirt. Um, yes. It was wearing Baby One More Time era, but um, it was not Baby One More Time. That was not the first video that I ever watched. It was actually crazy, and um, my brother was super obsessed with, with her. And he called he me gay? over to the TV. He's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's actually not. Okay. Um, but he really loved her um, in, in the, 90s, you know, the late 90s. And he called me over. He's like, hurry. Like, there's this beautiful girl on TV. I think you're going to love her a lot. And it was crazy. And there was just something about her hair and that green blouse and the dancing and the video with the crazy words behind, like, the colors and everything. I was in love. So then I went. I ended up, like, you know, getting to know her like that with crazy. So it was not baby one more time. It was crazy first, as a That's matter cool. of fact. And then, obviously, then I, I got into it. But I, I've been a fan since I was... Um, nine so yeah Yeah. thanks to my brother and now he regrets it (laughs) (laughs) it's like i'm like the huge britney fad and i've always annoyed him about britney but yes um my brother is to thank for for my um, love for her that's so cool going to um high school and like I was always super embarrassed to tell people that I love Brittany because mm. they associate right away they associated it with being gay and obviously I didn't wanna be out it, but yeah. at the same time, like literally, like you could tell that I was gay. Like I've always been super flamboyant or like just pretty, like out there. Um so I never would like to tell people but in, in um when I was in high school my freshman freshman year, I decided to like come out out of the Britney closet and like manifest my love uh, for her. So one of my favorite experiences was actually like um, for English and I was I could barely even speak English like I was still learning. Um, We had to do an assignment about a like I think it was like a favorite topic of ours or something that we wanted to talk about and we had to write a paper and mine was about Britney Spears Uh and we had to do a whole presentation um, and I ended up wearing a Britney shirt and like I got up there and um, talked about my love for her So that was a lot of fun That's cute um, Yeah, so I talked about her And my teacher was a huge Madonna fan And she was actually a lesbian And she like made me feel super, super comfortable And then she's like I love her too, da da da, da. So it, was, it was a lot of fun And a lot of people did make fun of me And then it started Like that started a lot of like You know, he's gay, yeah. We knew you were gay, type of thing, so um, but I don't care, you know. It was um, and and then another one when like when she was going through her dark time in 2007, um, people would always be like, Oh, look, she's white trash, or like they would talk crap about her, and then I would always defend her, and like I would wear my birthday shirts, and I would like
1: that's it,
0: yeah, I would always try to put her in a positive light, and I never just yeah i never talked back about it and you know it's what's like, funny
1: um, we never really like talked about this on prop prodigy because i was a student around the same time because i was active on this forum that we would go on from like 2006 up until like 2010 and we never really talked about like the difficulties when it came to like being like being proud of pretty because i was doing the same thing and, you know, 2007, 2008, like, they're like, oh, she got her. she's getting her kids taken away. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm wearing my shirt. I'm sure she, yep. you know, like... <laughs> Same. Yeah, I never
0: wanted to talk about, because we never knew anything what was going on. And for me, it's really important, like, with any person, especially if you don't know them, like, judging someone, you mm-hmm. never know what somebody's going through. So, like, for me, I just wanted to be, even still remain positive without me not knowing anything. I knew she was going through something, but I always just wanted to re- remind... Everybody, like, she's a human like everybody else. And, like, I love her. Like, I don't love her for her personal life, you know? Like, I love her for what she's giving us, you know, like, her art and her music and her legacy. So I'm still going to honor that no matter what happens to, to her, you know, like, she's still uh, a human being, yeah uh, first and foremost. So that was my, my goal, you know.
1: Do you have a favorite album?
0: Yes, I do. It's In The Zone. Yes. It's in The Zone is the most eclectic the most experimental she's ever been. Like, you can feel her passion in that album. Like, it is... You can feel Britney having yes. an orgasm in that album. That's what you mean. Yes. <laughs> like, hearing hearing Toxic for the first time before it really became a single was, like, such a big deal. Like, hearing Breathe On Me, Touch Of My Hand, like, oh my gosh. Like, even Brave like New Girl, like, I thought it was a cool... Like, I think it's a cool... Like, every song, I don't skip that album. Mm. I literally listen to it from beginning to end. And I you know, who could you say that about? I mean, that's one of the albums that I can never skip.: I, I love that. I love that his answer wasn't blackout. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love Blackout but it's like everybody's like it's just so it's, because it has so much commercial success yes. and like it really just introduced her to a, a new generation mm. of people um, I think that it, it becomes a lot of people's favorites but for me in this zone was like everything it was the first time that I saw her live mm-hmm. the first time that I was comfortable with my you know being gay my queerness and everything like really manifesting my love to her to pu- in public so that I you know um Without worrying about what people would say about me, so that whole era was really special for me. Um, I love yeah, it, so I really, really love that album.
2: Um, do you have a favorite single and a music video?
0: Music, oh gosh, oh, that's a hard one. Single, it's voice, and I'm just kidding, <laughs> <laughs> liar, <laughs> liar, favorite single. You uh, you guys are going to kill me for this, but I really love Me Against the Music.
1: Why would
2: I wouldn't kill you for that. I wouldn't kill you. I, I would hate you if you said ooh-la-la.
0: Yeah. <laughs> ooh, yes. Oh, criminal. No. I mean, the music was just such a big. Even though it didn't, it wasn't a flop or anything like that. But I just love the song, like the guitars, the production, Mm -hmm. um, just everything. Uh, In in the music video too, like it's one of my favorites. The dancing, the way she looks, what she's wearing, the tie, everything like her hat. Just that that song and that video is just like yeah. So So it's probably those. Is that your favorite music
2: video also?
0: It's one of them but I feel I really love the aesthetic and it's one of her most I feel like most simple videos but I really love I love rock and roll just like the black and red Mm. on that and her hair and the way she looked riding that bike licking that oil. Having Ben, you know, she broke up with Justin and had like, you know, Ben. No, yeah, at that her. time
1: she was still with Justin. Yes. Oh, she was still with so, Justin? Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought boys she had broken up with okay. Justin. When the time boys was released, that's when it officially it was released that they were oh, broken um, up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember I that.
0: know that. Okay. See, mm-hmm. I got it all twisted. Fake fan. No, no, <laughs> no, no. I didn't, no,
2: know, no, I didn't no. know neither. I didn't know either. <sighs>
0: so that's another one that i like and i also like the concept of hold it against me it's just so um there's a lot like a uh, there's a lot of messages there like yeah, you can interpret there's a lot that of video messaging in that music double messaging in that music video. That music oh, too- so many videos it's hard to choose but if i had to it's 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 definitely me against the music and the single me against the music i just cool. have so much love for that album in there yeah cool <laughs>
1: Um, So, you said you've seen Britney live at Onyx Hotel. That was your first concert. Was there um, other um, concerts you saw her
0: at? I saw her every other show after that. So, I saw Onyx was my first one. Then I saw um, Circus. Um, I saw that twice. And then I saw her um, Femme Fatale with my little sister, and that was her first Britney show, and she loved it. Um, And then um, The Residency twice. Okay, yeah, cool. Do you yeah, have a that's, favorite? That's it,
1: right. I'm assuming Probably, Onyx. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I love them all for different reasons, but I really love Onyx. It was just like her at her... Pr- I, for me, that was her prime. A lot of people think it's Britney era that was at her prime, but for me, that was like... That whole era was perfection for me. So yes, Onyx is my favorite. I loved everything about it. I was a little disappointed that she didn't jump from like, you know like bungee jump, like in, in Dream Within a Dream or she mm-hmm. had more te- theatrical stuff but it was a I think it was a really well done show and a very um, of age and um, yeah I remember there was like two little girls in front of me with their moms and they ended up walking out when she did Touch of My Hand Um yeah, I remember then and it came back when it was... <laughs> and now coming, looking so. back, it was very controversial. wasn't
1: even that controversial. I it was wasn't performing. even that bad, but I mean... The song is not that controversial. It's really? Just, but, you know. mean,
0: but I feel like at that time, yes, because you have a woman with a... On stage, like, yeah, maybe on TV, like, it would be like, okay, you changed the channel, but you're, you're there to see her she's given that nude illusion and like if you're back like you're really back because they weren't showing a lot of it you couldn't see and you could you could probably think like is she actually nude on stage you know like um and then she comes out in a bra and, and panties with stockings and there's not only that that's not controversial to me but to, to some people it could be but there's also like two boys grinding on each other, mm-hmm. um, two girls grinding on each just, other. And but before that, was, that like that was yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I guess there. That's something that they would probably expect from Madonna, and not necessarily mm-hmm. not Britney. Right, exactly, but at the yeah. same time, like, Britney has been for so many years, like, been pushing that limit anyways. So yeah. what are you kind of expecting? Yeah,
0: for me <laughs> it wasn't shocking. It was just more like yeah, yes. you know. But like for but some it- people, yeah. <laughs>
1: But as you know, I'm a huge Free Britney activist. Do you, what are your thoughts about Free Britney? Obviously you and I went live. How did you first find out? What's your current stance on it all? And um, did it shaken you as a fan?
0: Yeah, absolutely. At first, like, because I'm, like I said, going back to what I said earlier, like, respecting the privacy of her as a human, it was a, like, it has always been, like, I, I hate when people just make it all about their personal life when they're an artist. Like, we should really focus on the art and, like, that's it, you know, consuming their art, enjoying it, da 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 So, at the beginning, when everything started to come out, I was, like, obviously, like, scared for it because I'm, like, there's got to be some truth into all of this. But I didn't want to, quote-unquote, fit into it because I'm like, at first, I don't know all the the the, the facts, and I also want to respect her in case, like, this is not legit. I don't want to, like, talk too much about it. So I was really quiet, but I was staying in the loop, right? But I was really quiet, and then, um, like, a bunch... Like, the voicemail came out, and then you were a big... Like, you, Timothy, were big on my actual, like, okay, I needed to say more about it because, like... You just presented all the facts. And I think you did a beautiful job. Anytime that you said something that you weren't sure about, you always said, allegedly. You know, you were, you were very oh, exactly. hopeful about it. Yes. Yeah, you have, don't get sued. <laughs> um, so for me, it was when the, um, I think, Brittany Graham girls mm-hmm. had that mm-hmm. episode. That did it for me. And then you just, like, took it to the next level with, like, all your advocacy and all your movement and everything. So, like, obviously you educated me a lot on it and um, yeah I I think that she is definitely in a situation that she doesn't want to be in and I think she's brave for not wanting to work because if something that we know Brittany loves is to like record music and perform and dance and the fact that she's really fighting this and like she's stated that she's afraid of her father and she will not work um, until her she's out of this conservatorship um, says a lot. Um, and yeah like I'm a huge free Britney supporter too like I'm a huge activist so I try to educate people (laughs) on it because they're like what's going on with her like we see more about it you know because it got so big you know with the documentaries and everything like the media coverage because at the beginning nobody was really covering it like it was just so hush hush and then her dad I'm sure allegedly uh, was paying people to like pretty much silence people, and we know how many people have been of silenced. Of course. Yeah. i have blocked. been silenced, I, you know,
1: silenced I, in the I, movement. Yeah.
0: Like, I was blocked by uh, Lou Taylor, too, because I was, like, tagging her in a bunch of stuff um, that I was, like, calling her out for, too. So she, like, blocked me, and, you know. So, yeah. Hmm. I'm not, like, I... I I just try to post a lot And like More so than like Being so vocal On social media Like I try to do it In person with all my friends Because they have A lot of questions Because they know I'm such a huge Britney fan So I try to Mm -hmm. educate them On what a conservatorship is And like What she's going through Why she's there The reason Et cetera Et cetera So yeah Well the last question
2: is If Britney Spears Would be listened to this episode And you have
0: Opportunity to tell her Leave her a message to her Why would you tell her? Oh, I'm gonna cry. (laughs) Um, Just thank you for um, being such an awesome human, first and foremost. Like you, the fact that you um, just do what you love and the fact that you inspire so many people and like you don't even know it. Like for me, like it's so cliche to say like when somebody saves your life, but having her to look forward to when you go to school and you get bullied for being gay and then you get home, and then you put on MTV, and then she's on TV, and then she makes you forget about um, everything with just uh, the way she moves, the way she performs, etc. Like, she really was the reason why I made it through school, like, you know, middle school, elementary, and and high school, like, the fact that I had something exciting to look forward to, her performances, her art, her music, etc. So, I would just want to say... Thank you for being such an awesome artist and being like a true artist. Oh,
2: that's cute. Yeah. Why you guys are so serious, both of you over there. I know, look at Timothy, he's now falling
0: asleep. He's like, Oh, shut up a dog <laughs> I was listening
1: intently. It was so nice. It was so nicely said. <laughs> And Uh, also release
0: Original Dot, please, Brittany. I love you. Please release some of the songs. (laughs) And can we make...
1: She doesn't know where those demos are. (laughs) I know. The rumor is she gave them... Once the conservatorship started, she gave them... Allegedly gave it to Jordan Miller and then allegedly would only leak demos here and there from it when he was... So, but Brittany did hand off a CD, allegedly, to Jordan Miller. How do you know? Before the conservatorship started. This is all alleged because why do you think there's all these random leaks would come specifically from him mm-hmm. from that era? It makes sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and also She wanted make, it out. And also please make Sugarfall fall with Pharrell Williams, Pharrell Williams. Oh my god. god song I love that sound. No, fuck. Okay, not I fuck, fuck for Pharrell you. Williams.
1: But Pharrell Williams literally had an option between Britney or Justin, I guess, and he chose Justin. Yeah. So no, I, I don't so. want him to work with them. But he did work with her. Her for blackout. Why should I be sad for one song that was? was have, mm. Yeah, but I, I
0: like yeah I just gonna yeah, go yeah, that's track. my my last thing to say. I love you, Nate, you <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh,
2: well, but let me thank all the both the one and a half guests for be
0: part of this special <laughs> episode. Yes,
1: I'm sure you're gonna hear like random whispers, and that was just Emily just being like, "Yeah, I agree."
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's so cute, <laughs> Emily. You're the cutest. And I mean, we're so.
2: we gonna leave. Uh, oh. You forgot to ask what's your handle so people can follow you on Twitter. Yes. yes.
0: Oh yeah, my handle for Instagram is my first name A D A N underscore S C O O, and then for Twitter is Adon D R E S eighty nine. Cool. Yes. How about you, okay. Emily? How about you, Emily?
2: What's your Instagram?
1: What is my Instagram? Hold on. <laughs> okay. E F A A R R I S S. Instagram. That's all I have. Do you
2: have an only fan? <laughs> <pen? laughs>
1: no, no. She's not really like a social media person.
2: Ah, okay. It's just you and yeah. I. Just, just a
1: normal person. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I want to thank everybody that has been listening to this episode and Yes, I know Engaging with us Thank you with all the mm-hmm. guests, also,
1: right?
0: Then then we're debating
1: on whether the next episode will be over the single anticipation Anticipation?
0: <gasps> Excuse me? Anticipating, Anticipating.
1: <laughs> Or me against the music um, Emily said we should let people vote. You should do a please poll. Please let people pick I love poll. that because
2: I anticipated it wasn't an actual official official, just in France.
1: Alright, so thank you for listening. Please tag us when you're listening and uh, <laughs> Again, this is, this is not my
2: podcast, it's not Timothy's
1: podcast, this is our podcast. Yes, this is our podcast. Yes, our pod- is our podcast. So please I wanna be on fucking you voice memos and we we'll would love to have you guys on the podcast. All you have to do is record and send it over to us. Just... Alright, bye. Bye passey bye. Adios. Bye ciao, ciao. Alright. Do you want to be featured in our podcast? Leave us a voice message. You can leave us a voicemail on Instagram or using the link in the description of the episode. You might be featured on the next podcast. Baby, what just uh, up? This is Britt and I'm not right in right now, so do your thing. Beep. I'm just kidding.